Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Welcome and thank you for joining us. Delighted to be spending our Saturday live with you or if you're listening on the archive. Got another great show for you today. Lots of really interesting information. Uh, thank you for finding us. Tell your friends, please, about us. You can find us on uh, wsradio.com. That's the best way. Just click the Listen Live button and you will hear us instantly if you're listening live. Or you can find us on the archives there. You can also get us on many of the streaming services like iTunes, iHeartRadio. And you can additionally listen to us on Twitter and uh, Kurt uh, Internet... Uh, Twitter Kurt is taking care of that, and uh, how do they do that? Twitter market? Kurt. Yeah, Internet Twitter Kurt. <laughs> that That's his new name. Kurt Boothman, yes, um, is handling the feed on my account. I'm at Marsha Collier, and I have been here on Tech Radio forever with you, as has real Mark Cohen. Uh, tweet to us during the show, hashtag Tech Radio, and we'll try and answer your questions or have a convo. Thank you, everybody who sent us stories during the week. It's really good. Sasha and Maida, um, Uncle Bill. I'm glad you think of us during the week when you come across yeah, a great. story. and it, it makes a big difference to us. And tell your friends, because they can listen to the cleaned up version of this live stream <laughs> on all, <laughs> on all the ne- official podcast networks, iTunes, iHeartRadio. And uh, yeah, let them know. Of course, if you want to hear the down and dirty version, you have to listen live. Is that right? Yeah, you have to listen live because this is where you hear all the screw-ups. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> never. We never mess anything up. No, never on live radio. Uh, and uh, how was your week? Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about it, but I have to tell you, have you been seeing the rumors that people have had problems with Windows 10 updates? Uh, I have not seen anything recently about that, no. Well, there's a lot. Uh, I follow a lot of tech stories and magazines online. And, yeah, there's been a lot of them. Well, I finally got hit by one. All of a sudden, I do a Windows 10 update, and I get a blue screen of death. Mm. And it tries to reboot three times and doesn't. And I'm just, you know, holding my breath. And then... Magically, it boots into a Dell internal program. This is my brand new Dell XPS 13 Mm -hmm. and very expensive computer. And it fixes it itself. And I'm thinking, wow, isn't this fabulous? Well, I hear a butt coming. (laughs) Yeah, there's a big butt. When it reboots up, it will reboot up. But something has happened to the internet. No internet, no audio, no other stuff. I go onto Twitter because that's the fastest way for you to get technical help in Dell Help or whatever it's called, at Dell Help, and uh, or Dell Cares or whatever. For two and a half hours, I was in chat with the Dell person who kept repeated, like it was obviously he was working with like four people at the same time. Right. And he kept coming back to me and telling me to do the same things. Oh, so just so you know, oh yeah, it was, it was, I went nuts. It just happened to be the same night of the customer service chat. Just so you know, I replaced all the drivers. 
which I downloaded to a different computer, put on a flash drive, and put in the Dell computer. I flashed the BIOS. And then his final solution is, what is the final solution for all geniuses and Mac uh, and Microsoft tech? What is the final solution, Mark? Buy a new computer? No, reinstall the operating system. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, that's always to, the answer. To which I gave a giant F you. Yeah. And I whined about it continually during the customer service chat, and everybody mm -hmm. else was piling in on it. Um, I heard from Dell later that night and the next day. It seems, and I kept telling the guy, you know I have an extended warranty. You know, there's no reason why I'm going to wipe out my operating system. Right. When it's, well, it's not a hardware issue. We can see the hardware in Device Manager. And I said, and in Device Manager, it says it doesn't work. No. <laughs> so, but the the terrible thing was he wasn't paying attention. He kept repeating things to me and mm. repeating things to me. Two and a half hours worth. A guy is coming over Monday. I will report back next week. But it was the sim single worst if I hadn't been a blue check mark on Twitter and head of the customer service chat. I would have been pinned in circles, a $2,000 computer. And I, it was just horrible. A year and a half old. Yeah, you know, it's actually funny. Now, as you're telling the story, I'm remembering I actually did have a problem with my Dell laptop. Uh, I had just gotten a new one so I could work from home. And I turned it on one day, and I can't remember if I got the blue screen of death, but something similar to that. I did get Dell tech support on the phone, and they remoted in, and they actually did fix the computer. But you see, the uh, thing is, when you don't have internet, they can't remote in. Yeah, you remote can't remote in. in, right, correct. And yeah, so the I was new lucky. Dell computers do not have an Ethernet connection, FYI. Right. They right. sell a separate dongle, which they don't tell you during the purchasing process. And I went nuts when I heard that. I said, what, you're too cheap to include a $4 mini dongle in the computer when you don't – what, are you crazy? You know, that's really I mean, funny. I, I went nuts because, warning – Double check. We all assume that all computers have Ethernet connections. They don't anymore. Yeah, it's funny because this one, this Dell, I have the 17-inch laptop, and mine does actually have an Ethernet connection. But you connection. have an Inspiron. Uh, correct. I have an XPS, and the XPS is Dell's answer to the MacBook Air. Right. It's a very super portable laptop, so I can carry it around the house. I can carry it right. to conferences. It's beautiful. It's gold. And I have a beautiful white leather case for it. But that's about it. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Now, this was a less expensive. My laptop was about seven, $800, something like that. Yeah. So way less expensive yeah. than yours. There you go. I mean, I uh, went for the top of the line. Yeah. But I went nuts. Well, I said, you couldn't include a $4 cable? I mean, how much yeah. does that cable cost, really? Well, right. Exactly. So now they have to send out a person. Think of all the people who didn't have extended warranties that that happened to. Oh, for uh, sure. That aren't going to get a person and are going to just, it's horrible. Yeah. Just always, we, we're going to talk about Ethernet connections in segment two today. So stay, stick with us. And you know, it's always, I always have this conversation with my wife because, because we do the show, we have a tendency to be able to get to people that the regular, ordinary person who doesn't have a radio show can do. And we always talk about how terrible that is that, you know, they're so worried about bad press that they're willing to jump the extra mile, but for a normal everyday person who calls in, they don't do that. 
Well, sweetie, we're not exactly like Lady Gaga, whose dog. No, I would say we're second to her. And oh, really? You could offer. She offered five hundred thousand dollars for her dog. Uh, So I would offer fifty. Yeah. So one step, fifty dollars. Not quite second. (laughs) Yeah. No. Well. well, Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. They just. She did get the dogs back, by the way. Yeah, she did. Yeah, Yeah, she did. The guy must have. Whoever took them must have just freaked out. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Not realizing that they were Lady Gaga's dogs. I'll bet. Yeah, and but it wasn't even. He, you know, I, I was going to say it wasn't even the. Th- yeah, I mean, the, he shot somebody. It's not that he just yeah. stole the dogs. He shot a guy. I mean, this is crazy. So they, those dogs are super valuable. Oh yeah, like they cost three to four thousand dollars a piece. Right, and they shot the dog walker on the street here in crazy. Hollywood. That's and the, insane. And, but well, it seems woman, he left. He left the dogs with some woman who turned them into a police department. Yeah, supposedly. So you know, assuming that she had nothing to do with it, which is what the police the last report I saw, she's going to get five hundred thousand dollars for turning those dogs in. Uh, so kudos to her if she's legitimately you know doing it, and not so good if she has any connection to this thing. But you know, like I say, they say that she had no connection to it, so that's great. So I'm hi, glad, Valencia. and the guy that got shot Saying was fine. Hi to Valencia, hey, Valencia out there, one of our listeners on hi, Twitter. Valencia. How you Welcome. doing, love? Okay, uh, okay so then, yeah, the next story, I have Heartbreak. no tears to shed. Oh, None I whatsoever. Do. I do. No. <laughs> uh, well, you tell your story about this, and I'll tell you why I don't care. Well, okay, Fry's. Fry's Electronics mm-hmm. is a story of a store that went downhill Rapidly, not even yes. rapidly. It took them years to get as bad as they became. But oh, they, yeah. they they were bad. They'd put uh, broken stuff back on the shelves to well, sell. Well, that's what I was going to talk about, so go ahead. All right. that stuff. But the point is, in the beginning, when Fry's first started, they themed each one of their stores. What does themed mean? The one near my house was Alice in Wonderland, and they mm-hmm. had all these cool things hanging from the ceiling. The one in Burbank is sci-fi outer space, and the front right. of the store has a flying saucer crashed in. Yeah, it was cool. Those uh, things were, were cool. very cool stores. And in Fry's, you could, when, when they first started, you could get anything electronic. I think they were personally responsible for really knocking out uh, Radio Shack, because Radio Shack had no excitement. Mm-hmm. Fry's had excitement. I got my first DVD player that I attached to a computer there. I learned about the Bose surround system for the house in there. They had a whole room set up where you could test it because they were in these big warehouse things. Um, Get your hard drives, weird TV remotes. You could buy your software. And the best thing is you could touch everything. You could see everything. There was a demo, all the manufacturers would explain and have demos there. It was really like a nerd's theme park. Mm -hmm. It it was great. You had games, you had everything. But like I said, they went down. Now you can tell your story. It's very sad. And the bottom line is they just shut their doors. No no discussion, no nothing. We're done. Yeah, I mean, this goes back a long time uh, when uh, I was doing the KBC show with our dear friend Mark Oliski, and we used to notice that there were always kinds of, as you talked about, not 
particularly new things that appeared to be new. And I'll never forget, one day he had somebody that he worked with, and they he, she, this person had bought a new computer right from Fry's, and it was given her problems. And Mark, in those days, used to build computers. He was a kind of a computer genius and would uh, used to build my computers for me, and that's how we met. And so he took her computer to see if he could help her. He opens it up, and it's all used parts. This brand new computer has a bunch of crap inside of it. And then we started to notice there were more and more complaints about Fry's, how they were selling merchandise. You know, someone would return an item and it would, they just take a returned item, slap a new sticker on it and put it in. So they were notorious for that. So I I never loved, I, I thought the store was cool and I'd like to go in it and see some of the stuff that they had, but they pulled a lot of scams in that store. Yeah, I did not buy a whole lot of expensive stuff but small things you know like software programs i just enjoyed going to the store i'd take my daughter and we'd get together and we would go out there and it was this big adventure by the way tweep crew thank you you're listening hey tweep crew <laughs> he tweeted out for everybody to come join the fun so there you oh go. thank you that's very fun <laughs> uh yeah so uh, anyway so g- goodbye to fries as far as i'm concerned they should have been out of business many years before but you're right it was it was a little bit of a computer institution for a long time it was it's a been theme around, park what, 30 Are you years kidding? yeah you, you could buy everything there and i think we're going to come back and i think amazon is proving that we're going to amazon uh fresh i guess t- today after the show mm-hmm. and they have a little part of the store that has top-selling Amazon products. There's going to be places where you're going to be able to get demos of items. Yeah, that was cool. That's what I I missed the most since the pandemic, Costco-free samples. I I don't think that's ever coming back. Yeah, probably not. I uh, I used to love that, walk through the store, get the free food samples, pretend like I hadn't just gotten one and go back to the same. Weren't you just here? No, that must have been my brother. You know, so they used to oh, give uh, great stuff at uh, Costco. Goodness. Anyway, um, I don't okay, care about I'll... this shirt, but maybe you do. We're talking about the shirt? Well, there's a reason. Yeah. Every time Elon Musk needs to raise money, mm-hmm. he comes out with merch. Have right. you noticed this? Remember, there was the flamethrower, and he's trying to build up money so he can take SpaceX public. <laughs> but oh. if you just go through the history, he comes out with merch every time he needs money. But what I wanted to tell you, this is the Mu- Elon Musk's Ocup- Occupy Mars t-shirt. And it's a very cool t-shirt. You can get it in the SpaceX store. It's $23. I would buy one. I think they're very cool. But here's the rest of the story, as Paul Harvey used to say. Yes. Four years ago, I was at the Kennedy Space Center when SpaceX was first building their stuff at uh, Cape Canaveral. Mm-hmm. And there on the shelf of the gift shop was an Occupy Mars, exactly the same logo, oh, beer funny. pint glass. Huh. I bought it. It is now selling for over $50 on eBay. Wow, there you go. I'm going to be keeping that and will be selling that <laughs> sooner or later because there isn't, a, you can't even find a picture of it on the internet. Oh, how because funny. Because in those days, um, SpaceX was like nothing. It was just starting. So you I'm know, very is, excited. <laughs> is it now, is it back to Cape Canaveral or is it still the Kennedy yes. Space Center? Okay. okay because- yeah, it keeps going. Okay. Here's the deal. Kennedy Space Center is one section of the same, but to me, 
because I've been there, the same property. <laughs> and, and you cross the line, and then you're in Cape Canaveral. So I'm okay. not real clear where what divides and what, but remember that I was the mayor in the four square days of the Kennedy Space Center oh, I media that. lunch wagon. So yeah. there you go. You know, it's funny. I still have the fondest memory. When I was a kid, I had a Cape Canaveral uh, adventure set, you know, with the yeah. rocket ships and the whole thing. And, and you, you know, it was a kind of a model replica of Cape Canaveral, but it had some working, moving things. That was, I should look at that, see if that's still floating around the internet somewhere. Well, as long as we're talking about model replicas, we talked about a few shows ago about a Lego Porsche set. Yeah, yeah. This, uh, there's a new one coming out, and oh my goodness, I want it so bad. Picture the diorama that you used to do with your kids when they were in school. Sure. So this is a diorama of Vincent Van Gogh's Starry Night. It's a 1,552-piece Lego set, but with Legos of new shapes, right, and new sizes that we've never seen before. Uh, there's even a little Vincent Van Gogh with a palette and an easel standing in front of it with a little picture of Starry Night. So it's like he's painting it. It's a beautiful 3D scene. And the way, uh, real short story, the way this started is that Lego has a website where people can submit their ideas for Lego kits. And that is where this young man went. Um, and he's 25 year old PhD student, Truman Chang, and he uploaded Lego ideas to the website and it was accepted after receiving 10,000 votes from the public, they decided to produce the set. So bravo, you know, bravo. It's a beautiful set. And if you like Starry Night, you're going to want it. Love, I mean, love I, the song, I, certainly. And the, and the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan of the song, so I don't know if that's—I don't know if it comes with a uh, copy of the song. Uh, story, story night. Uh, yeah, uh, that's that's the that's my intellectual level. Um, I okay. actually bought, as I mentioned on the air for Valentine's Day, I bought my wife the Legos, which is the weirdest gift that I've ever bought her. But it was the Legos um, flower kit, where you make a bouquet yeah, of flowers. That go? It's good. She liked it. We haven't started working on it yet because it's 750 pieces. But, uh, yeah, well, she liked I that as well. I gave Kurt a thousand-piece uh, puzzle of Frank Lloyd Wright architecture. Oh, yeah. And yeah, he nailed it. Work. He did it. It's beautiful. Did he finish it? We're going to do yeah, this too. And, I... and just a tip, if you get someone a puzzle, go to Amazon and get one of the roll-up bottoms. So you lay this thing on your table. So if you have to move the puzzle... You just start rolling it from the side, and it becomes like a tube. And then you can take it out and put it back on the table. So Funny. I think that's and really important. Thanks to the Internet, I just found my Cape Canaveral missile set on the Internet. You can find anything on the Internet. It's amazing. Yeah, With you can find anything on the Internet except that SpaceX pint glass that I have. Yeah, I'm going to now I'm gonna have to look <laughs> for that and see if I can actually find that. But, yeah, I just no, found it. No, I scoured for it. So Wellmark is scouring for that. Yeah. VHS tapes. Who thought? You've thrown them all away, right? Right. Not I me. Didn't. I, I didn't either. Right. Well, it seems uh, that VHS tapes are in demand. There is a robust marketplace for VHS tapes because there are certain things that did not come out on DVD. So there's a Jerry Bruckheimer film called Kangaroo Jack. 
involving a beauty salon owner and a kangaroo. If you can find that VHS tape, it'll probably cost you a couple hundred dollars. Yeah, I know. I saw um, the prices on that. That's crazy. There was a limited edition copy of the 1989 Disney film The Little Mermaid, which is listed on Etsy for $45,000. I, I realize asking ain't getting. Yeah, But right. the point is that the general population can essentially see whatever movie they want only if they have access to VHS. Right. All Which I the guess movies you can still that they've taken them. off the market. Well, a lot of movies have been edited and changed into modern versions. I mean, we're not even going to get into what's going on with uh, the Muppets, but a lot of this has been changed. And start thinking about anything you can think of is on VHS tape. It, it's amazing. It was so revolutionary. People are big resurgence and selling them and buying them and consider if you have some at home go to ebay uh, go search it on the internet and see what the selling price is you yeah, may the be absolutely are crazy. shocked you may be yeah, absolutely the, shocked and do yourself a favor if you don't have one buy a vhs player so you can actually yeah. watch them well that's helpful yeah if you actually want to watch them i actually have i bought years ago because i wanted to convert my vhs tapes into uh dvds so i bought one of those you know, player slash converter, uh, and I have it still, so I can watch VHS tapes. I haven't watched. Yeah, them in I haven't years. converted my VHS, and I'm dying to because uh, uh, there's pictures of my mother on there. I'm very excited. Oh yeah, I mean, the only downside to do, doing those conversions, not that this is a downside, it actually takes as long as the VHS exactly. tape is. Which you know, yeah, so if it's I a two hour, you got it. Yeah, it's not, not like it. an instant. We're so used to instant gratification. Uh, anyway, okay, so the FCC, which is nice, voted unanimously on Thursday to adopt a program that provides emergency discounts of up to $50 per month for broadband service for low-income households. Uh, it provides $75 per month for households on Native American land and a one-time discount of $100 on a tablet or a computer for those who actually qualify. A one-time discount. One-time wow. discount, yeah. Wow. Three if you think of actually what they're giving people, it's nothing. Yeah. And well, the 75 a month or 50 a month is nice. For Indian reservations. Oh, well, no, 75 for Indian and 50 for uh, for low-income households. Yeah. So 50 bucks a month, that's a decent, you know, drop from the price of it. Uh, it's part uh, of the Corona relief package. So, uh, yeah. Uh, actually, it's part of the emergency broadband benefit program it's uh, not the corona relief program emergency benefit well it says a 3.2 billion for the program was approved by congress as part of the 900 billion dollar corona relief package okay so just that, don't hold your breath i'm telling yeah. you don't hold your breath because the fcc also um censured at&t and frontier for letting their phone copper networks deteriorate now, Mark, you and I know about this, right? Mm hmm I mean, we were told you can't have, you know, because we used to do the show over a plain old phone line. Right. And it worked just great. We had yeah. uh, equipment that made it work perfectly. Mm -hmm. And we were told by AT&T that we're getting rid of them. But it seems the California Public Utilities Commission ruled that all this information be made public which proved that AT&T is lying. Not only that, they neglected low-income communities. This is where I'm getting to, Mark, with that other story you just mm -hmm. gave. Right. And 
have increased their prices on plain phone lines 152.6% over 10 years. Yeah, um, even if you do it over 10 years, that's 15% a year. That's pretty good size, sizable increases. And not only that, uh, the CPUSUC report said service quality has deteriorated. Both carriers, which is Frontier and AT&T, exhibited higher rev- relative number of outages. And one thing I want to tell you, when we had that problem in Texas and when mm-hmm. we have an earthquake out here, yeah, cell phone towers may not work, but landlines do work. Right. You can call 911 always from a landline. Yeah. Uh, number two, they just demonstrated lack of resiliency. They're not robust. They're not maintaining the networks mm-hmm. to withstand weather-related conditions. They're, as I said, trying to divest from plain old telephone service. They put all their money into broadband. And this is all in direct opposition to the FCC requirements. So I personally have very little faith in anything that's supposed to come from these people. Yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, you look at Starlink, and they're supposed to be giving it to people who can't afford internet. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they are. But still $50 a month. (laughs) Yeah. They can't afford that. So when you hear these lovely stories of how they're going to help, and the FCC has said they have to help, when push comes to shove, it's the internet provider that has to do the work and give up the money. And they will take the money from the government, as they have done in this story that I just shared with you, and I'll tweet it out. It's in Ars Technica. They've let their networks fall apart. They took the money and they ran that they got from the government. So just beware. Uh, All right. we got about a minute left. Do you have enough time to talk about scheduling your text messages? No, I don't. But I can tell you uh, (laughs) really quick um, that the stupidest thing came out, and that was a lipstick scanner from Chanel. It uses AI Mm -hmm. uh, to match the color lipstick so you can buy it. Now, everybody cares about that, not. But the point is that uh, supposedly you could go out and buy the lipstick, but the problem is lipstick looks different on every human being. It's based on your skin color and your skin Mm -hmm. chemistry as to how the lipstick will look. So I don't know who they think they're fooling here, but everybody knows. If you put on a different lipstick, it looks different on everybody. So there you go. All right, we'll be right back. Uh, By the week coming up, lots of good stuff. Okay, in the next segment, we've got stuff on Ethernet, which browser's best, emoji meanings, and how to unsubscribe from apps. So come back for segment two. This is Marsha Collier, Mark Cohen, Kurt Boothman, and Wade Taylor on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. See you on the back road. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Does your business do a lot of shipping and wish you could get more for less? Stamps.com is the solution. It's the ideal way to automate and simplify your e-commerce shipping needs. Easily import all your venues like eBay, Amazon, and others. Trips to the post office will soon become a memory. Stamps.com gives you postage on demand. Just click print and mail at discounted shipping rates. See why so many e-commerce businesses have switched. Visit stamps.com. 
I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The WorldLink program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash wsradio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash wsradio. I've heard this is like one of the best pizza spots in town. Yes, it is. I'll do a slice of pepperoni, slice of vegetarian. You got it. And I will pay for all of that in three days. In three days? <laughs> What's that mean? Well, wait, you accept credit cards. That money's not going to hit your account for three days anyway. I need my money quicker. At Chase, we hear you. With Express Funding, card payments are in your Chase account the next business day. Go to chase.com slash express funding. Chase for business, so you can. Compensated participation, all businesses are subject to credit approval. Not all clients are eligible for next business day funding and additional terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Can you imagine a world without children? A world without their smiles or their laughter. A world where children don't play or sing or dream or imagine. At St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, we can't imagine a world without children. That's why we're working every day to find cures for diseases that strike down children everywhere. Diseases like cancer, pediatric AIDS, and sickle cell. And we won't stop until every child is cured and every disease is defeated. Because we can't imagine a world without children. Can you? Finding cures, saving children. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. To learn how you can help, log on to our website, stjude.org. 